32 of the Neuroflatulence Auditory Experience. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Uh, yes, another ruined day, this time a Tuesday, beautiful Tuesday. Cyrus, how's it going up there? Perfecto. Yep, we are uh, recording at the normal time today, about 12 p.m., uh, as opposed to yesterday's episode, uh, which, oh boy, was that a train wreck. If you listen to that, I'm sure you uh, know what we're talking about. If not, episode 31 is what we are referring to here, but uh, no, we recorded it later at night, and so we were both kind of dying near the end of it. At Um, the seams, one would say. Yep, Cyrus forgot to trim the second part, so there's just us like, okay, are you ready? I'm recording. That I was sort of thing. so tired when I was editing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday, I think we should mention that uh, I said something about your entire body gets regenerated every seven years or so. Yeah, um, and I was making fun of you because it's... Cyrus didn't believe it. It's kind of true. So I pulled up an article here <laughs> on uh, science.howstuffworks.com. A reputable source. They have um, good podcasts. And uh, according to Not researchers, the body one, <laughs> the body re- replenishes itself with a largely new set of cells every seven to ten years. There we go. I also pulled up an article from Live Science. It was kind of too long. Source. It didn't seem worth the read, so I didn't read it. But it <laughs> appears to support what I'm claiming here. Uh, on the recommended articles for the live science, uh, I found that 60,000 antelopes died in four days, and no one knows why. Uh, so rest in peace to all of those antelopes out there. Uh, we do regret to see you go. Anyway, we've got a very interesting show for everybody here today. Uh, we've got a new segment that I dreamed up this time. Uh, we're going to get that at, get to that in the second half, uh, which is usually the second two-thirds of the show. Um yeah, but anyway, how's how's it going? What were you up to yesterday, and uh, what are you doing now? Well, we were just having a good Memorial Day yesterday, out and about, but not really. Um, It looked like it was going to rain all day. It did in the morning, but it really kind of cleared up nicely towards the end of the day there. Yeah. Um, My grandpa broke the belt in his lawnmower, so that's not very interesting, but that is the the craziest thing i guess that happened we made that homemade pizza again yesterday and oof oof was it good um i don't know yeah i forgot to edit that part of the show (laughs) yeah the whole thing was kind of a disaster like i came in you didn't you didn't hear me say the number of the episode i thought i did you did i did i just said the wrong number (laughs) episode 30 uh and then the second time I mentioned it, just forgot, didn't realize it'd make the mistake. So yesterday was a complete and utter meltdown, but uh, it was actually not not the worst episode we've ever done. I think the worst one would probably be the Heart of Hearing cast, although that's funny. At least it's entertaining, you know? Um, whereas, like, what another episode about hair is really bad. Anyway, have we lost you? Uh, nope. Uh, I was just, just quiet. not talking over you. Yep, you I've... seem to be... Yep. You've... Uh, all right. Nice, complete thought there. I've been... 
I've been consciously trying to work on not talking over you too much. Uh, because... Don't worry about it. It's okay. Well, it's not. See, I'm that doing great it here to listen to. Yes. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? But oh goodness gracious! I speaking of goodness gracious <laughs> telemarketers, um. Apple's recently introduced the feature where your phone will tell you if it's not a number that you have in your contacts what they think it is. Um, I got one this morning that just straight up said telemarketer. Like, usually it says suspected tomfoolery or something. Yeah. Uh, but this one just straight up said telemarketer. Um, That's what cool. I've figured out is when you get those, I pick them up, like, answer the phone, and just don't say anything. And they usually hang up in about four seconds. It's kind of strange. Um, but you, yeah, I just picked it up and you wait a couple seconds and then they're, they just hang up. I don't know why. I don't know if they're like computer just calls people randomly. And then when they pick up, gives them to a person or something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, that's the best tactic for telemarketers. Just don't say anything. Um, huh? Yeah. Usually even if it's like not a telemarketer call, like, well, I don't know. Cause I never answer, but. I usually don't even answer unless it's someone in my contacts. Uh-huh. I don't get why people don't leave voicemails. Cause like, it if you if it's someone that's like needing to talk to me and they leave a voicemail, I'm gonna call them back right away. Uh-huh. But I guess no one just needs to talk to me. But um, when you brought up that about Apple changing that. It reminded me, I saw something yesterday that Apple is bringing in their new update mask support for Face ID, like mask detection or something. Hmm. So I think there's like some other security measure to it so that someone with a mask can't just like get in. But there's something related to that. And have you seen Apple Glass? No? What's that? It's a rumor, but it's probably going to happen, of like Google Glass, but Apple's making them. Oh, no. Oh, no. But, like, they don't look bad. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, huh. if you want to look it up, you can. But all I know is there's, like, the camera in the side. And I think they're... I don't know if they're normal glasses or sunglasses, but... <clears throat> yeah. They don't look too bad. No. That's strange. Although, like... So they're for AR. That's what they're for. For oh. augmented reality. Um, but... That's huh, dumb. that's cool. So I... No, I, there could be functionality. I was I was able to use a product back in the day called a... HoloLens? What in my HaloLens? Something like that. Country. I'm working on not interrupting you. Uh... I didn't. The soundboard uh, did. It's pretty much. Uh, it was just a computer strapped to your head, uh, a PC, um, <laughs> and you could like put different applications. You could be running different applications and just like put them in different parts of the room, um, and like walk over to them, like oh, there's Excel. Run for the hills, like that sort of thing, <laughs> um, or like put your weather panel by your exit door or something like that. Um, it was interesting. So I'm guessing this is what there will be functionality with that. Or, like, you can pull up your text messages and your peripheral vision or something. It's interesting. Right. Again, so, another thing I don't want to buy, but... Hmm. So here's the question. Is 
There's XL, Run for the Hills. Too long for a show title. <laughs> All right, we've got dead huh. air, folks. I don't know. I would say... Sorry, I'm looking at cars. Um, I don't think I it's... <laughs> <laughs> I should have said word. That would have been a little better. I mean, you could you could abbreviate, abbreviate it to XL, but you probably should sell, spell it XL. I think it's perfect for a show title. I think it's pretty good. Although, yeah. XL is also the power company around these parts. So, uh, nah, it'll be fine. People will, people will get it. Speaking of not getting it, us. Uh, we seem to be tired today, despite... I was actually well-rested this morning. So but not I, I the think good we're gonna tired. Have, I think you're going to have to cut down on sleeping so that the show is more entertaining. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We will That's see how that goes. That's the smart decision to make. Description. Yeah. Make, yeah. Speaking of Apple, uh, the new Mac Mini that I've been flexing on Cyrus uh, with for the past couple Are days Are you doing here. a lot of rummaging around there? You've got a lot of... <laughs> no, it's just it's just my armrests um, on my chair. Remember that? Um, anyway, I, you new... could, it's like every time you talk. <laughs> <laughs> the new Mac Mini. Uh, and I'll stop that. The new Mac Mini that I've been flexing on Cyrus with. I was running, I was using it, uh, just running OBS, just kind of to test things. And Not the thing the got super hot. It got incredibly hot. It was probably over 150 degrees in the internals. Is um, it like a baseline situation? Like, is that like trying to run all that stuff on a MacBook no, Air? No, it, it shouldn't have. Um, I don't know. It, there, there was some sort of, like, internal problem. Um, and so I just quit the application, rebooted it, and it was fine. But in case that ever happens again, um, I got a fan control app, and these things are super cool. Um, you download it, and then it goes up in your toolbar up top, like, by your name and the time and all that. Um and it allows you to control the RPM of your fan and see the temperature um, of your CPU or your GPU or whatever you want. So you can send the fan up to uh, 4,400 RPM and cool that sucker down real quick. But anyway, just wanted to let everybody know that that is an option to get, and I highly recommend you do. What's this application? Um, like, just search. Uh, just search for Mac Fan Control. Um, and it was downloaded off of some sort of sketchy website. Fantastic. Um, That's where I love to get my apps. Why is there yeah. even an app store for Mac? Like, you um, don't even get anything on there. Like, all I the applications most, I've got yeah. are all, like, zips or whatever. Yeah. I think it's mostly for games, probably. But I'm sure people with, like, actual games will use Steam. Um, I think a lot, like, for pro apps, like... The entire Adobe suite, or all the Microsoft garbage, is up in the App Store as well. Opening it up now. Um, if you have the, I'm Adobe sure you can suite, get those online you don't too. Get them on the App Store. You like? Yeah, I'm sure you can get them online as well, like downloading them. Right. Um, but like, yeah, you download them just from their website. It's a whole lot yeah. easier. Um, well, not really. You just click get and download it. But no, but then you're like already signed in and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, signing in is kind of hard. I, I have know. come to a bit of a predicament. So on my old computer, I did all my editing and stuff, and I had a bunch of motion graphics templates, some that I had bought like, in there, and I still have them, of course. And I think I might even still have the original, like, 
I think they're called Mogurts. Like that's the file extension. Um, Mogurt? Yeah. Not like Gogurt. M O G R T motion graphics template. Um, I don't huh. know, but I think I still even have those original files from when I bought them on my uh, other hard drive. So I don't know if they'll they're like you can use them on more than one device. So hmm. I'm gonna see if I can get those onto here. So that's just a little uh, bite of information that nobody cares about. Speaking about cool. a bite of information that nobody cares about, I cracked my screen protector. On your phone? Mm-hmm. Nice. Is it an Apple screen protector? I mean, it's not Apple branded, but it's that okay. one that we they got. They sold you? Yeah. That they oh. like put on my- with a fancy <laughs> machine. But it's not bad. It's like in the corner, like mm-hmm. in the bottom left corner where I had already peeled part of the thing up. Um, It's kind of annoying. It's just one little like place where a sharp rock hit and then it has like the things, the like cracks going out to the corner, but it's not like in the actual middle of the screen or anything. So I don't know how long I'll be able to keep it on there for without like going crazy. But hmm. I, I'm curious how like, how many times or have you at all even cracked a screen or screen protector? Because before this, I haven't at all. Um, I screen protectors are a sign of weakness, um, in my opinion. I only kind of—I never cracked a screen, but I uh, deceased a phone by like cracking under the screen, cracking the actual uh, LCD display not the piece of glass. Um, I unalived it. Um, That's a sign of the, weakness. That was the 5C. No, I, I've i never actually properly cracked a screen. Uh, 5Cs on screen are like the worst phone ever made. I disagree. The worst iPhone ever made. I'd take one over a 3. How's that? Um, no, so like my dad has time. a... And well, it was the budget phone. It's like the, the SE of current, or the XR. Like, it doesn't mean it's a bad phone, it just means it's cheap. Anyways. Um, um, you say... My dad was in okay. Albuquerque, and he got a screen protector put on his phone, and then he paid for the plan where they'd just replace it if it gets broken. <clears throat> and so it's broken now, but he has to go to... <laughs> Go to Albuquerque, New Mexico to get it fixed. Why'd he get so, a new uh, phone in Albuquerque? Um, he cracked his screen. Oh, this <laughs> his phone is messed up. Uh he cracked his screen down there. Um, and so he went to a phone shop and the guy said he'd do it. It's a success plus. Um the guy said he'd do it, but he didn't have the part. No, he had the part, but the guy applying the new screen messed up the new screen while applying it or while installing it, whatever, and he didn't have another part in stock, so he had to get the screen from a white Success Plus put onto his black Success Plus. Um, and That's so just sketchy. His phone is now has a white face and a black button. It looks really weird. Um, and then he had a screen protector put on. And Why doesn't he just get like a 7 back, Plus? Well, I mean, you could get a new phone, or you could not, so... <laughs> But I remember when he, like, jumped in the lake or pool with his 
Six That's has, happened a few times. Yeah, so he's gone through plenty of them. I don't think it would be quite that difficult or challenging to upgrade slightly, but... Well, yeah, but you want to get all the life you can out of it, right? Well, he clearly has, I guess, but... Well, it's still working, so, Several you know. times, but all right. Okay, a note of caution for anyone. Um, the application i was referring to is called max fan control m-a-c-s and i just downloaded it now and holy crap there's a lot of fans in this mac pro there are six of them we have pci ps exhaust intake boost a and boost b and we're gonna set them all to max just for fun we'll see what happens speaking of seeing what happens we're gonna need to go to break real quick here so Sebastian will Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to this. <laughs> it's gonna start flying. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Alright, speaking of They're flying. They're not even full yet. What okay. We we need to go to break though, so he can do this again on the All right. other They're side. Off. Thank you everybody, bye. I'm gonna cut this out this time. <clears throat> Let's hope he does. But maybe he won't. Hello everybody, welcome back to the program here um i think we've exhausted uh everything that we had planned except for our new segment which we are going to call uh let the experts weigh in um the premise here uh is we're gonna both or i'm gonna pick something that cyrus is definitely not an expert in and cyrus will do the same for me and then we're going to explain it uh while pretending to be knowledgeable on the subject uh because that's kind of what, like, half of the show is already, uh, but we figured we would formalize it and make it a good time. So, Cyrus, do you want to go first? Uh, in which um, thing? Ask in, you or... In uh, saying the words. <laughs> no, in, in picking <laughs> the topic for me. Do you want me to do okay. most of the talking okay. first or you to do most okay. of the talking first? I was going to say they both involve <laughs> saying the words. <laughs> this is an auditory experience everybody uh yeah what dang it i didn't write it down (laughs) you forgot it okay well i will have you go first then hold on oh what was it oh my gosh oh i remember i remember i remember i remember all right are you ready i don't know if you remember that yes okay oh okay sebastian could you please explain how to um, drive or whatever it's called a submarine from start to finish of All right. submarining? Of course. So buckle up, everybody. Get your learning caps on, uh, as they would say back in the day. Um, is there a time limit on this? I'll just try to not get too boring. Okay. Um so now we need the content um being an experienced submariner uh, i'm happy to help explain how one would pilot a submarine um so the principle of submarine operation um you have to keep in mind a couple of things the first and most important thing is um water is very very dense a gallon of water weighs about eight pounds right versus a gallon of air which weighs about nothing um so obviously keep that in mind here uh, because it's very difficult to move through such a dense liquid 
um, and your uh, craft, your submarine, also has to uh, operate in accordance with this, right? So the basic um, submarines operate in a three-dimensional plane, right? You have forward, backward, left, right, uh, and then up, down as well. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of these things are merged. Uh, these controls are merged. So, for example, to go forward, um, you have your engine operate and you increase your throttle, right? But say you want to go up, you can uh, you can just flush your tanks, increasing your buoyancy relative to the water, which will push or pull you towards the top of the surface. Um, or uh, you can also pitch upwards. Um, this makes your uh, your vehicle more aquadynamic, uh, as as the professionals would say, uh, like myself, of course. Um, more aquadynamic, which means you will uh, go upwards more efficiently. So um, that's why you see a lot of submarines when they're trying to go up quickly, they'll blow the tanks. Tanks are the ballast tanks; they're full of water um, to try to make the submarine uh, closer to the weight of the water. If that makes sense. So when they're full, you'll just be as dense as water, and when they're empty, you'll be lighter than water, so you'll want to go up, right? That's the that's the concept of ballast, right? When you blow those, and you pitch upwards, you'll come up very quickly, and then sometimes the front of the boat will actually come out of the water and splash back down. It's kind of impressive to see. So, a lot of controls, the point of that is a lot of the controls are connected to each other, not physically, but by physics, uh, if that makes sense. So, basic principles, um, of control for pressure uh, of the submarine, which is important to uh, maintain human life. Um, you have usually the pressures officer uh, who is controlling the atmosphere, so uh, controlling the oxygen mix, um, making sure the carbon filters are working, all of that stuff. Uh, this guy also usually oversees the um, operation of the life support things such as the water. Uh, refining and whatnot, but that's not super essential to control. Just kind of a side note, because if the humans weren't around to control it, uh, that would be a problem. So, what about those humans? Well, there's a captain of the submarine, a commander. I have numerous years' experience in this position, uh, not to brag or anything. Um, so, this guy oversees everyone else. So, um, there's one, uh, there's one uh, engine officer who's responsible for forward thrust. Um, the captain is kind of just sitting back. Uh, like, movie portrayals of submarine control are quite realistic in the sense. The captain's just kind of standing there yelling orders to everybody, and then everyone just kind of fills out those orders. So the uh, propulsion guy uh, will be told, okay, throttle to three-quarters, um, and then we'll put the throttle to three-quarters, right? So the one guy uh, controlling the ship isn't actually controlling the ship. He's just kind of telling everyone else how to control the ship and coordinating all of their efforts. So what are the other efforts? Well, um, you have the people steering, and they have uh, a yoke, sort of. Um, it's sort of similar to a steering wheel, except there's no top or bottom to it. Um, and so they would turn the yoke um, and turn the submarine left or right on a flat plane, sort of yaw, if that makes sense. The submarine can't go sideways um, because it... That wouldn't be efficient water-wise, and you'd probably just tip over. Um, and then, the most important people are the, um, we call them the thruster boys, um, and they control the pitch of the submarine, relative pitch. So a vertical thruster in the front, and the same in the rear, um, to control 
the angle, like if the front, the bow, is lower than the stern, stern or vice versa. So keeping the ship level and or pulling up or down to change depth. Uh, and then finally, you have the, uh, the people overseeing the, um, the buoyancy control. Um, and so this is filling the ballast tanks or emptying said ballast tanks. And so there's two people in this role, um, and then they have two controls. Usually there's the valve and the flange, um, and both of these control uh, the amount of water entering and exiting the ballast tanks. So with careful coordination, the submarine captain can uh, control a submarine quite, uh, quite precisely, uh, although it's hard to know exactly where you are because sonar isn't that accurate, and... Uh, every day that you're underwater you kind of lose track of like how everything works um or that wasn't a complete sense um you kind of lose track your uh, knowledge of where you are becomes less and less precise the longer you are underwater so it is important to uh to be very cautious because you don't want to hit anything underwater because that would probably end your life yes how does that sound all right, or is that your final? That wow, is how that, you I, control a submarine. Might have been I'll a little be too accurate there. I'll be honest; I wasn't really listening. I but, figured uh, you don't listen. Sounded like I picked something you already knew. I uh, I don't think much of that's all that true, but uh, if we have any submarine captains out there, uh, let us know. Apparently, someone's also, listening in France. I don't know what that's about, but that's Spotify for you. I don't know about that one, but um, I don't know. Do we are we required to claim that we're like a professor, or can we just have like knowledge? It's for like you were like so as I. Okay. Do whatever you want. Okay, you ready for your topic? Yes. Okay. How would a dentist fill a cavity? All right. <laughs> so um, this is actually really good because. I went to a uh, eight-year college for this, so wow. um, y- yeah, it's it was a long time, but boy, I filled so many cavities. <laughs> wow, good ones. <laughs> uh, anyways, so your patient or shows up, and they're like, "Ow, my tooth hurts," and you. Go in there with your pokey thing, or they're actually called um, instruments, and you poke around, and you're like, and you see a cavity on the tooth, and you're like, you have a cavity, so let's get it filled. And then, okay, so here's the cavity, and it's, it's a tooth, and then on the tooth, there's a cavity. And then you take your little instrument things, and then... You take your little instrument with the pokey thing on it. What's it called? And then it's called a um, in infographical um, object or instrument, uh, and and you look at the uh, the uh, cavity, and you uh, tell the person to hold on to the uh, um, armrest really hard and then you go like scraping at it like really hard at the cavity until you can get um basically like half the tooth uh into dust so then there's not much tooth left but hey the cavity isn't there anymore 
and then you take your uh, filling which is basically just some cement and water mixture uh, and then you put it on a little uh, uh, another little um, instrument that's called a uh, spatulated instrument and you take that and it's it's almost like you're frosting a cake so then you go in there and you do a little left right left right kind of rotating thing and then you build the tooth back now at this point um, from my experience of course usually the patient is unconscious so <laughs> from uh, the severe pain they've experienced from your uh, uh, painful yet uh, perfect procedure so you might have to either dump some water on their head or if they've uh, come into a coma uh, try to call emergency services as quick as possible because uh, I know it might be tempting to shape that tooth perfectly um, with that filling but um Usually, I like to say that a person's life is more important than a tooth. I know it's kind of, it's a really, um, it's a really uh, innovative thought. So, yeah. Anyways, we like to actually keep uh, the the ambulance like just kind of in the back alley, um, since we get so much use. Uh, his his name is actually Daryl, the the ambulance driver. We've come very good friends with him at my clinic which I own uh, because I went to school for eight years. So, yeah, that is how to fill a cavity and uh, and provide life support. Fascinating. Thank you <clears throat> for that heartfelt address. Uh, I, All right. I think we're going to have to revamp this segment a little bit, but I think we yes. got some real potential here. Uh, I think we're also I don't know. What tired. did you think of this segment? It's a good idea, but we didn't do good at it, neither <laughs> of us. But that's okay. There's always tomorrow where you can find us at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Anything else, Cyrus? Woo! Oh, boy. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. I've got... Oh, my goodness. So tomorrow's a Wednesday, right, oh, nice. as we know. But nice. um, I, I won't be able to do too much winning oh, because no. for we have a meeting for yearbook at 3.30. It's literally the most... <laughs> inconvenient time of day because my mom was going to get off work at like 2 30 we were going to go and like go somewhere outside whatever um but of course even like everyone has the day off why do they need to do it at 3 30 can't they do it it's just it's like oh it's so frustrating so and it's like a mandatory thing for like making next year's theme hmm. and you can only miss if you have an unavoidable conflict so I'm going to try to make my conflict unavoidable. Speaking of an unavoidable conflict, that is this show every day. Like he said, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, sir. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Uh, tomorrow will be hopefully better than this. We're just kind of low energy today. Too much sleep. Something like that. Um, Something like that. Yes. This is this from Saginaw, Michigan on September 29th. That's definitely how it's pronounced. It is actually how it's pronounced. All um, right. It is. That's why I agreed.
Okay. <laughs> I know the human being and the fish can coexist peacefully. Just a, an inspirational inspiration for everybody. Thank you. 